Hey guys, welcome to The Vault. Um, this is uh, an episode of View Sports Talk, where we kind of uh, go through this week's happenings in sports. Um, you have myself, Leon, Jason, and Pierre here, and our uh, usual panelists, Kyle and Neil, are back with us. So, Pierre, take it away. I mean, I- I'm excited. I love Monday nights. I mean, you know, we're going to have to move this when Monday night football starts, but for now, it's working. <laughs> um but I, I do love it. I, I think um, I think we had a great chat last week around uh, Malice in the Palace. And and sticking to that same sort of vein, we're going to have one major topic, but two quick topics uh, to kind of start us off. So I guess we'll start with uh, uh, everybody's uh, everybody's favorite choker, Tony Romo. So um, <laughs> so it, it was out there that Jerry Jones uh, stated emphatically that uh, Tony Romo was a first ballot, no doubt. Hall of Famer. Um, I don't know if he was watching the same shit I've been watching over, over the past decade <laughs> plus, but I, I will say he's a, he's a fantastic football announcer, like, like, like fantastic analyst. Like the, the guy is, is gifted at that. And that's mm-hmm. underestimated to talk like that and to kind of break something down. And he didn't have much of a runway there. It was just like, he was put in that booth and he did a fantastic job. So if we were talking about that, yeah, I mean, this guy is this guy's pro is going to be a legend, I think, in the booth. I, I truly believe that, but he wasn't that on the field. So I'd love to hear, uh, in my opinion, but I'd love to hear your take on it, everybody. So, um, Kyle, I know you were super excited to talk about this. So why don't we, um, why don't we start there? Is he is he even a, like let's 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 take out the of the equation first ballot, no doubter, because we all know that's that's ridiculous, right? Yeah. But is he a Hall of Famer? Well, he's not even a Hall of Famer. I mean, this is Jerry Jones once again. Listen, if Jerry Jones is your owner, you know he's going to have your back 100%. No doubt about it. He's going to hype you up. He's going to make you feel like you're the best player in the world. But at the same time, he's not a Hall of Famer. Tony Romo is an average quarterback, maybe a a little bit above average. Mm -hmm. Never really competed for a championship. Had a couple of good Dallas teams the year. You know, sometime he the time he was there in Dallas, I mean, he's just not a Hall of Famer. He's not. It's just my opinion. He's not a Hall of Famer. Anyone, anyone uh, going to argue that point, or do you no. just want to pile on how shitty he is? No, no argument. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, one of the one of the um, most ridiculous stats we ever hear when it comes to talking about quarterbacks and the Hall of Fame is how many championships they won. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally hate that argument because football is a team sport played by 22 different players. The quarterback has most influence of those players, but he can't influence the game 100%. But anyway, that argument always comes up. That's why Eli Manning is going to be a Hall of Famer. Tony Romo has how many championships? Zero. 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 Oh, okay. How many How many Super Bowls did he make it to? Zero. 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 Okay. Okay. How many times did he get out of uh, – <laughs> yeah, out of the first round of the playoffs, twice, twice probably. Yeah, so I mean, just looking at that alone, um, he's the he was the top ten quarterback maybe three years in in his entire career. Um, when you look at like uh, numbers, he was an All Pro just once. Um, yeah, just, the numbers just aren't there. How do you? I mean, how do you, go ahead, Neil. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, to me, it's all about the eye test. You can talk about quarterbacks that never won a Super Bowl, like Dan Marino, Jim Kelly. Warner. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. much different. They're Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tony and deservedly Romo, so. Deservedly Tony, so. Tony Romo had a few good regular seasons. Tony Romo is not a Hall of Famer. I'm an Eagles fan. I, I've watched him. And he, look, he had some run in the regular season. He got them some good records. But when the lights turned on at the biggest moments, Tony failed. They lost as a number one seed to the New York Giants at home to go to the NFC title game. Yep. Tony never got to an NFC title game. Tony, he was, to me, just a hollow stat guy. It's not his – look, he got hurt a bunch of times. Right, but he wasn't but, cheated out of a Super Bowl. Like, listen, no. it's not no. like this – it's not like, you know, it's not – He didn't help himself. I just – Tony Romo, to me, is one of the more overrated quarterbacks as far as just because – if Tony if you put Tony Romo on the Minnesota Vikings, if you put Tony Romo on the Detroit Lions – on the on the Rams, on the on on the on any other team, the Jets, he, he doesn't get mentioned because he's a cowboy, and they always overhype everyone in Dallas. Mm-hmm. He has. I mean, to look be, at Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak, yeah. I mean, I mean he, you know, 
Yeah, I got to ask, though. I got to ask because it's clear that we all kind of agree here. I I think Leon's Leon's in agreement too, I would imagine. Right, Leon? Yeah, I mean, for for the most part, I mean, he's a victim of of expectation. I think, like, right now – he was an undrafted quarterback. He does own the fifth ever highest passer rating, but I think that has to do more with them playing from behind all the time and them having to air out the ball, you know, led the league in sacks twice. That's not good, you know, but I don't think he he's a hall of famer when you compare him to his peers, right? Like he's played against, you know, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, uh, Aaron Rodgers. like he, he's just, you're not, there's a, there's levels to this. And I think he's just a little bit under. Um, thing. I think, I think, I think, the, com- I think he's a lot under. Yeah, a lot under. I think the comparable would be uh, in 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 he's his. He's like uh, Vinny Testaverde without the without the stats. Like I mean, that's really. Yeah. I mean, we talk. You know, I don't know, man. It's just he's just <laughs> not. <laughs> did someone like I? Vinny Testaverde. I mean, I mean, this guy Tony Romo, in all honesty, crumbled when the pressure got more intense too. He really did, which is interesting. That it's 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 the opposite of what you see him do in the booth. The guy steps up. He's he's so good at that. I, it's it's impressive. I, I love him there. Um, but the guy's terrible. Now I want to ask a question though. Like, do you guys think he's going to get castrated for this? When in fact he's not even the one. He's not proclaiming himself a Hall of uh-huh. Famer. Jerry uh-huh. Jones is, you know. Uh-huh. But yeah. I think yeah. it's going to lead to people looking at him and like pointing and saying, "Look, look at this fucking guy." But it's Jerry Jones writing a writing a check that this guy's ass can't cash. I I just don't, you know. Jerry Jones is fucking annoying, man. I mean, in all honesty. <laughs> well, he was he was crazy. He was crazy, basically his whole career. And now that he's old and senile, the the shit that's coming out of his mouth is even worse. It's even yeah. I, I don't think there will be a much backlash on Tony Romo. Tony Romo had nothing to do with this, uh, with this statement. Um, he's great in the booth. It must uh, make him feel uncomfortable, though. Well, right? I'm sure. It I mean, does. come on. Sure I mean, he's sitting back and he's like, and he's having this guy. Anybody like that's ever, ever worked with with uh, Jerry Jones is uncomfortable about it when it's all yeah. said and done. Um, but uh, but yeah, if if Romo ever makes the Hall of Fame, it'll be as a broadcaster, not, not as a. Yeah. If, if you're talking I mean, about guys that didn't win, you know, I think one deserving guy would be in, in his age bracket would be kind of Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers put up a lot yeah. of wrong numbers mm-hmm. for oh, a lot yeah. longer. Mm-hmm. But if Philip doesn't make it, then Tony's got no shot. If Phil makes it, then anything yeah, can happen, I guess. No shot. He still has no shot. I mean, yeah. I mean, Donovan McNabb to me isn't a Hall of Famer, but you can make the argument. I can't make the argument for Tony Romo. I just you're can't. Such an right. Such so an sit, no, but you guys are you guys are kind of proving my you guys are kind of <laughs> I'm just somewhat you guys you're, kind, the same you're kind of somewhat proving my point is like yeah. this discussion is not even happening if Jerry Jones isn't opening course, his fucking mouth. Exactly. Yeah. So this is what I mean. It's like, you know, it's it's like, you know, it's like, hey I, man, my, my big brother's gonna come kick your ass and like you know <laughs> never shows up. I mean, it's just it, I don't know. I just I just not I'm not a fan of this sort of thing. And and yeah. Jerry Jones should know better than to than to put these players out there like that because Tony Romo's moved on from his playing career. He's probably he's already resigned himself to not going to the Hall of Fame. He's he knows that, right? He already knows yeah. that. He's probably and making more as a broadcaster. Not making uh, more, but he's, he's probably he's more, more successful. He's yeah. more successful. He's amazing as a broadcaster. He's amazing. Like he's smooth. I mean, people yeah. underestimate how hard it is to do all that. He's yeah, breaking he's, down the game. He's yeah. he's articulating he's plays. He's like, Yo, yeah, he's, he's gonna he's run the ball here the before it happens yeah. and it actually happens. It's like, yeah. Damn, this guy. He too, knows. too bad he couldn't. He would also be a great. I was going to say, too bad he couldn't do that while he was actually playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, I think, but, but that's the whole thing of like batting coaches, right? Like hitting yeah, coaches right. in baseball. Some of the best ones bat at two twenty. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, exactly. And, but, the but they're able to kind of break it down and sh- and teach. And they that is something that you can't see on the field actually when you're at playing at the moment. They're on the sideline. Oh, in, in his case, in the booth, and he could actually see it. I guess he can see it all, and he's not. Yeah. He's not. He's not. It's not boots on the ground trying to yeah, get this stuff done. It's different when you're he's, playing. Yeah, he's watching from above. The game is fast, man. Yeah, I yeah. mean, these are these are like these are yeah, these are coming at you. These are killers yeah. on cleats. I mean, and they're just coming <laughs> at you, man. I mean, that's a different feel. But so I think we're all we're all good there. So I appreciate that conversation. Now let's move on to uh, who who may be one of the quietest stars of baseball over the past couple of decades, right? Yadier Molina. And, um, you know, you don't hear a lot about him. And I think that's kind of a good thing because he's just, he's just like a steady Eddie. He gets the job done. Um, this is his last year, right? 
next no, year's he, is next. He next year. Next year. Next year. So next year will be next farewell year. tour. And then next year, next year he's done. He's he's not a guy that put up I, I mean intense, intense offensive numbers, but he also wasn't a slouch. Um, a slouch at the plate. I mean, he wasn't so he wasn't he wasn't like the pitcher up there batting ninth. I mean, this guy he was able he was able to put some life in the ball. But I'd love to hear your take on uh, Yadier Molina and where he fits in. I mean, he's played with St. Louis his whole career, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he came into the league back in two thousand four. Um, this is what his eighteenth season. So mm-hmm. next year will be his nineteenth. You know, he's racked up what one hundred sixty eight home runs. He's he's approaching a thousand career RBIs. Um, you know. What are you guys thinking? I mean, this is a, this is a guy who's been ultra consistent, and he's had uh, he's had a couple of years where he's, where he's top five in the MVP balloting in in the National League. Yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on him, and 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 um, and where do you see him? Where do you see him kind of panning out when his career is all said and done? Well, to me, he's he's one of the quietest superstars you're ever going to find. Yachty was the rock for the Cardinals. Rock it, to me, uh, and I never. So obviously Stan usual play. I kind of saw the end of Ozzie Smith's career. Yachty to me is Mr. Cardin. And to be honest, Yachty is one of my all-time favorite players just because of what he meant to that position, what he meant for that team. And to me, um, you know, playing on one team your whole career, that is a rare thing. And he was able to do it. The other factor is the way he called a game and his defense was just second to none, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yachty never threw to a surefire Cy Young candidate. He made those pitchers better. When you look at those Cardinals teams that won World Series or got to World Series, you look at their pitching staff, yes, they had some really good pitchers. Yachty made the difference with a lot of those pitchers that they had. And you look at what he's doing even even, even now at a, at a more advanced age with an Adam Wainwright and how he's kind of turned his career around. Yachty has been the rock. He has been one of the most clutch players. And, you know, you don't, as a catcher, it's not just about being clutch at the plate it's about being clutch behind the plate and Yachty has done it to me better than just about any catcher that I've ever seen and I just you know I'm glad he's coming back for another year because I definitely want to get to a game next season when the Cardinals come to town pay my respects to Yachty for a great career and I I, I'm just so you know um, pleased to say I watched that guy play I watched one of the all-time greats to do it do it in the big moments and the smaller moments but to me Yachty Absolutely, uh, well, well deserved on a terrific career, and he's going to go out with it with a nice, uh, you know, salute year next year. It's great to hear. Nice. How about you, uh, Kyle? What are your thoughts on Yadier? So I love Yadier Molina. Being a fellow uh, Puerto Rican, um, mm-hmm. this is this is something that we've always. This is one thing Puerto Ricans have always bred in baseball. We're catchers. You got mm-hmm. Ivan Rodriguez, oh, yeah. Yadier mm-hmm. Molina. I mean, this I could the uh, list Vas- on Vasquez on. from the Red Sox is Puerto Rican. Exactly, all the Molina brothers, obviously. But would I put him in the upper echelons of all-time catchers? I wouldn't. With Johnny Bench, Ivan Rodriguez, um, Carlton Fisk, um, even a guy like Gary Carter, guys like that probably wouldn't. But he's right there, not taking away nothing from him. He's he's great. It's one of the greatest catchers of his generation, if not the greatest of his generation. And we always know that. A catcher, if he can hit offensively, it's a plus. We really mm-hmm. want our catchers to call the game, be a leader on the team, um, and that's something he's done his whole career. Like Neil was saying, there's guys on his pitching staff that were never really those upper echelon type of pitchers, and he just turned them into great pitchers. Defensively, his arm was insane. The back pick throws at first, off the knees to second. Um He's he he's he's a great catcher, one of the best defensively, especially defensively, one of the best ten gold gloves. Listen, I can't underestimate how important that that stability behind the plate is. Nineteen years, and and you know what? Like yeah, for nineteen years they haven't had to worry about you know who's going to handle the pitching staff. You know, you're never worried about him with pass balls or or making stupid mistakes. I mean, people just don't realize how important that is to the game. You know, I think think about this. It's not to make fun of the Yankees, Kyle, but think no, about no, no. Gary Sanchez. Think about Gary Sanchez, right? <laughs> no, but think about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he literally was a, a hole behind the plate. Like you could, you were literally throwing to the backstop. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was a joke. 
And and the amount of runs that this man saved probably throughout his career is, is it, when you think about handling a pitching staff and being a, a def- defensive wizard. And just so you know, I do think that uh, Ozzie Smith, even though he's a shortstop, is a good comparable. Yeah. They 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 weren't they they weren't the kind of guys that were gonna bash fifty home runs a year, but they were gonna they were gonna save you in the field. Exactly. And they were also gonna be high energy people that were that were great leaders. Um, but um, yeah, I mean that's underestimated, man. The power of of just having someone strong behind that plate. Um, uh, Jason, any thoughts on Yadier yourself? I mean, defensively, uh, yeah, he's a no doubt Hall of Famer. Offensively. That's where he lags behind a little bit. Uh, I, but I don't know if it's really going to matter. Uh, it just depends how much the, the baseball writers per, put in perspective all the intangibles and, and really weigh his defense against his actual offensive numbers. Offensively, uh, he doesn't even rank in the you know top 30 of catchers, if, if you will. Um, but how important is that to Hall of Fame ballot or Hall of Fame writers? especially when looking at the catcher position. Um, undoubtedly, he's, he's, you know, Mr. Cardinal. He's going to go down as a Cardinal all-time great. Probably have his number retired as soon as it's eligible to. They're going to run out of numbers there in St. Louis. I mean, that <laughs> often, the outfield wall is filling up with numbers. But um, to me, he's not a Hall of Famer. What? Because his offensive oh numbers are, are – Nah, I mean, Jason, man. Jason Kendall had better offensive numbers. It doesn't than, matter because Yadier it doesn't No, Yadier Molina is a, is a, there's no doubt this guy's a hall of famer, but if there's two positions on the field where you can get away with being that light with the bat and it's shortstop and it's, and it's catcher sometimes second base, but second base has had a lot more, power in the past right like it uh, shortstop stops, never right. had power up until like yeah. nomar garcia Parra came around right yeah, like 20, an a rod right. that 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 revolutionized that position but there's two positions where you can get away with being light with the bat and it's catcher and shortstop and if and i agree and i agree with that historically but looking again looking at today's game where the catchers are are adding more to the lineup than than they're probably taking away um and he plays in today's game now his his best years were you know, five to 10 years ago. Um, I don't know. He, he'll get in the hall of fame. I, I have no doubt about it, but just offensively, he, he just doesn't stack up with the rest of the catchers that are there and that are going to be there. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I think, you know, listen, I, I do think um, it's, it's tough when you're uh, when you're, when you're kind of evaluating the, the catcher position and its importance and, and how you, how do you evaluate it? Um, in terms of uh, transitioning to the Hall of Fame, I would. I, I know this is gonna this is gonna sound crazy, but there's some there's some teams that would rather have him than someone that's gonna hit 30 home runs and, and drive in 100. So you know, the question, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Jason. No, I, I just in, in today's game, um, where it's all about home run or bust, um, teams don't run. Teams barely even lead off anymore. <laughs> I'm just wondering how important that that catcher is to holding base runners on when when base runners don't even really matter. Fair, fair, argue, fair argument. Yeah. Uh, I bet you I fair argument. But I bet you if there was a statistic on numbers of times a catcher's been, sh- been shaken off. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet Yadier Molina is near the top of the league in terms of that being a, the smallest number in the league. Yeah. That's where his, his importance comes into play. Understanding there's think about this. He has to understand the hitters, the hitters tendencies. He has to understand mm-hmm. the pitcher's strength. He has to connect those two things. And then he has to call a game. And I understand about the, the base running today, but Yachty also did play in an era where they did run more and he was controlling mm-hmm. the running game of the other team. Um, you know, it's not his fault yeah. say, that t- players, aren't taught to run anymore. I mean, there's so many things in today's game that could be different, but the fundamentals just go out the window. Um, It's not on him that this is how it's played today. Um, The other thing I think we need to take into consideration with Yachty, that man played at Old Bush Stadium for many years. And in the elements, you know how hot it gets in St. Louis and in the Old Bush Stadium. I mean, forget it. And that man was a rock behind the plate every game. New current Bush Stadium. 
It gets cold in the in the the fall and the in, in the early spring. Dude, that place is freezing. Yeah. That place is freezing. That wind comes in mm-hmm. out of that north and it goes right into that dugout. The, and the, yeah. Oh, it's cold. The, the catcher yeah. too, the catcher catchers too in general are like cornerbacks in football. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is statistically, you're never going to know exactly how great they are in terms yeah, of controlling the running game because they just don't run on you. Like, so like, I mean, who would run out of Von Rodriguez's arm? Like even no matter, no matter the era, I think Ricky Henderson himself would have hesitated. (laughs) Like, I I mean, that's just the way it is. Right. And Johnny bench too. Right. Like there are certain guys you just didn't run on Mm -hmm. and that's just the way it was. And I think Yadier is kind of hard to kind of figure out exactly what his impact was, but I will say his biggest impact on the game was handling the pitching staff and understanding the game and understanding what the hitter was bringing to the plate and what the pitcher could do to offset that. It's incredible. And I think people lose that because chicks dig the home run. Yeah. I, th- I think his, uh, for me, his, his best comp would be Joe Maurer. So if you see Joe Maurer get in, then I think he's got to get in. Cause they started the same year, 2004. Um, Yadier, Joe um, Maurer moved the first have, though. Didn't, he didn't he? have to move. Yeah. He didn't have to move yeah. positions. Yeah. And he's played five years longer, pretty much. So Joe Mauer, like, well, listen, Joe Mauer offensively was was twice the player in his prime yeah, that that Yadier yeah. was. Correct. So that, I think Joe Mauer, I think Joe Mauer was a first baseman behind the plate. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> what, I'm just saying that's that's where you kind of have to watch the argument go. So like, yeah. two players started around the same time. One one guy lasted longer. The other guy more gifted offensively, but have to switch positions. Yeah. You know. Don't don't like we can't discount the fact that he plays the Cardinals. There's nowhere to hide him on DH, right? Yeah. Joe Meyer got to hide a lot on DH. Got to take a lot more rest, right? Yeah. So what? it's like kind of where you. Yeah. So you so so listen, well, you, can't, really... you can't hide as as a and, NL and the Cardinals, catcher. The Cardinals no, no, you can't. Lineups where Yachty didn't have to be the man offensively because they had enough guys on those teams that could hit around. Oh, dude, they, yeah, they had a ton. He, he, they had he, a, did, he did his damage, though, but they had lineups that, listen, if yeah. Yachty, there were three, four other guys that were going to hit. So you didn't But we also, God, we got to stop describing this guy as a bitch at the plate. He batted 280, <laughs> right? I mean, his on base was right around, you know, th- 320, you know, 300, yeah. somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like some bitch at the plate. Like, I mean, no. you know, he wasn't batting 170, for God's sakes. He was – he was a better hitter than Ozzie Smith, for Christ's sakes. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think we got a – I do think he's he, he's he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, yes. uh, I think first ballot, he goes in. That's what I think. There's there's few players that can achieve that with his offensive numbers, but he's one of them. I agree. Let's talk, let's talk NBA. So this is what we all came for. Jason <laughs> Mead is now is now um, slunched over because he's ready to ready to pounce. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit of NBA. So um, best player, best player in the NBA right now. So there was some talk. I think it's going to fuel LeBron, but there was some talk that LeBron is no longer the best player in the NBA. I happen to agree with that statement, but I know some people here don't. Um, Leon. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to, I think I'd love to hear, we'll start with Leon because we we've been ending with Leon. I want to, I want to, I want to pull Leon out of his little, little Canadian cave. <laughs> so Leon, who's yes, the best sir. player in the NBA right now? I think it's LeBron. I think LeBron means the most to his team. We've seen him leave teams that have uh, gone to the finals previously and been lottery uh, picks right after. I think he means the most to his team. I mean, he plays on the worst team out of the three guys that we're going to argue. And he means the most to the Lakers. Wait, he plays on the worst team out of the three guys we're going to argue? Mm-hmm. The Lakers? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, I this... mean, I mean, without him, he plays on the worst team. So, like, if you uh, were to subtract, if you were to subtract, yeah, say, Katie, if, if you take the best player off of any team, they're garbage. Come on, that's that's not an argument. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think have, the Nets, the Nets can, sur- Davis. The Nets can survive. Davis. The Nets can survive without Katie. Oh, that's I one think. team. Okay, I, th- I think I think the Bucks play better. Oh, if the you Bucks take Giannis off the Bucks, they, they're horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Giannis off the Bucks, that yeah. team is literally yeah. like a yeah, like lottery. A I'm just saying, though, the, those That's couple games that team. he missed, they played pretty damn good. They have a hard time beating Duke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but so listen, LeBron is old. He is. He has. There's a lot of miles on those tires, man. He has a 
Yeah. He to me, he has a smaller margin of error than the other guys because mm-hmm. if he doesn't do it this year, those guys have more chances. Mm. Listen, <laughs> listen. I despise LeBron. I can't stand me him. too, man. But... I'm not gonna take away from the fact that yes, he was at one point, maybe two years ago, the best player in the NBA. That ship has sailed. It's all about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, to me, in my opinion, is the best player in the NBA today. First of all, offensively, the dude is unstoppable. He might be the best pure scorer the game's ever seen. Seven yeah. foot, could put the ball on the floor, shoot from mid-range. He could shoot mm-hmm. from three. He hits his free throws. Offensively, there's nothing you can do to stop him. Literally you nothing shoot. you can he do can to shoot. stop him. Yep. Yeah. Shoot. When it well, comes to defense, he's not the greatest defensive player, but he, to me, he's a liability. Just yeah, that, I'll, that. I'll he's take a liability. He's gonna give me 30, 35 a night. I could deal with him not he's gonna, down get, down he's, gonna, he's gonna give up, he's gonna give some of it back up on the defensive yeah. end. Yeah, he right, will right. for sure. He's the anti Yadier Molina. Oh, for definitely. He's not he's <laughs> yeah, not yeah. he's not stopping nobody from doing anything. But right. to me, as he couldn't even stop a cab in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they, those ain't easy to come by here. No more. <laughs> All right. All but right. he um to me, in my like I said, in my opinion, he's the best player right now. Um, I know Giannis comes off winning the championship, and I know injuries have a part of it. That's part mm-hmm. of sports. But mm-hmm. I think most people know if that Brooklyn team is healthy, they don't stand the, – the, there's no way Milwaukee beats them. And obviously, it's not just because of Durant. They obviously have Harden and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. But Durant's the guy on that team. That's his team. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, he's just, he's just the best player. He, he's nothing he can't do on the court. Except play, except play defense. Play some defense, right? But um, he's just he's to me he's just that guy, man. He's just he's the one. He's taking that mantle from from LeBron, and he's 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 the one right now. So mm-hmm. let me ask a question, though. So LeBron plays defense mm-hmm. uh, when he wants to. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's more of an orchestrator. Yeah, he's more of a yeah yeah. You go this way when his legs allow it. When his legs allow it, yeah. <laughs> So you guys are kind of setting up – you guys are setting up uh, Jason and, and Neil a little bit. So Jason right. and Neil, are, I think, are yeah. on Team Giannis. Right, so, right. Neil, let's start with you. What are your thoughts there? Well, Or Jason, know, it doesn't matter. Whoever You guys can You guys can talk in unison if you like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At first blush, uh, when this was presented, you know, I, I thought LeBron because I'm thinking total body of work, even KD. But if we're saying if I have to pick a player right now going into the 2021-2022 season out of the full pool of players, you know, no teams have all just pick a player. I'm going to – with all due respect to my guy, JoJo, I got to go Giannis because Giannis to me has improved every year he's been in the league and he still has room to improve. This man, what he did in the finals last year, uh, I just was so impressed with. And also the fact that he does this – without wanting to develop super teams. He doesn't call Anthony Davis to come help. Mm. He doesn't, you know, go to a team that's already made. He wants to win in Milwaukee. And the fact that he did it and did it on the biggest stage, and it was just amazing to me. The other fact is I want a total player. I want a complete player. Giannis plays defense. Giannis is a great shot blocker. He made a, a big difference in that series in the finals, blocking some shots playing defense he gets every rebound you can think of and is he a great shooter no but he will improve he pre he made all those free throws in the in the championship clinching game the man came up clutch in the biggest moment to come up clutch and if i'm again if i'm looking at right now who do i want right now i'm still going to take Giannis over lebron over kd over steph curry even over my guy jojo because not just of what he's going to do this season, but what he's going to do, what he's going to do to Joel B. Joel B. But what he's going to do going forward in the seasons to come, I still think it's Greek Freak, and I have I tip my hat to him. Yeah, he, he's that's, the youngest I mean, guy out of all of them, right? That's, yeah. that's cute. But moving that's forward, cute. that's that's cute, Neil. That you think Embiid even belongs in this conversation? <laughs> um, hey, he finished top three but, in MVP and Defensive Player of the Year last. I year. think I think Embiid's <laughs> promise health, right? I mean, he needs yeah. to get off the it's cheeseburgers. Not, yeah. He needs to start it's, eating it's, healthy. If, if he if yeah. he had healthy knees, 
he he would be yeah. would be closer to this conversation yeah. but he's not even in the same same yeah. book but unfortunately and, and and you know if we were talking about the best players of all time um man uh leon i would i would give you credit for lebron uh and and, and he would definitely be in that argument but we're talking this was a poll by ESPN of NBA executives of who is the best player in the league right now. And, you know, with LeBron signing those Metamucil insurer <laughs> endorsements, he's, he's past his prime. Uh, he's past his prime. He's on a great team. He's a leader of that team, no doubt, but he's past yeah. his prime. Uh, other players have passed him. And yeah, and KD, unbelievable score, all-time Ooh. leading scorer in Olympic history. Um, probably the best score, pure scorer, we have ever seen maybe outside of MJ um, absolute fantastic shooter, but his defense, he's, he's a, he's a swinging fence door, man. No, he just stands there. He guards, he <laughs> watch, watch the games. He purposely guards the least offensive player on the other team purposely, but maybe it's not so, so he doesn't have to expend energy, whatever. But to me right now, when we talk best player in the game, the, what I immediately thought of is, Everybody played in a one-on-one tournament. Who would win? And Kevin Durant. That would be that would be Giannis. No way. Giannis. Giannis, <laughs> dude, Giannis all, all Giannis has to do is stop Durant one time, and he wins. He can't right? do it though. He he'll can. block a shot. He'll block a shot. Whatever. <laughs> He's a defensive MVP or off defensive team for like the last three or four years. Yep. Um, he gets uh, like like uh, Neil was saying, gets all the rebounds. Um, and, and he has exponentially improved his shooting throughout his career. Um, right now he is without a doubt, without a doubt, the best player in the NBA. I think there's doubt. Uh, No, there's not. There's (laughs) doubt because you're stuck in the past. He he, he was half a shoe size. Katie foot. Tiny bit smaller. If he was a 15 and a half, he's in yeah, the finals. He's out of the playoffs, baby. Yeah, and he loses. Yeah, but that doesn't, but that yeah. doesn't, yeah, well, listen, that, yeah. that doesn't change who's no, no, the best player in the NBA because, yeah, yeah, no, no. you know, I think when you're looking at it, right, like Giannis is a throwback in a couple of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a throwback in terms of his mentality. I'll start there. He's like the kind of guy that's like, he's not looking, I, I don't know, he doesn't feel like he's arrogant. He feels mm-hmm. like he's just someone that's just, he's just confident you go out there and play the game, but he's also got pride. And I mean, in a good way, I mean, like I'm not going to build around me like these other guys are. I'm not going to be on the, on, on the phone, you know, recruiting players. I'm going to go focus on what I need to do to be the best version of myself and get the best of the players around me. That's Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is not calling Charles Barkley to fucking come through those doors and save his ass. No, he, he was going to fucking Charles bury Barkley. Charles Barkley. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. He did. So my point is, I don't want to get on this Jordan train again. What I'm saying no, no. is Giannis, he's scoring 30 points a game, but he's impacting the defensive end of the, of the floor in a much different way. He's one yeah. of those guys and he's put on muscle. Like the yeah, guy's he, getting he, bigger and his stronger. Is, his nickname bears him well. He is a, he is a freak. Listen, Embiid is Embiid is fucked because this guy's getting stronger. So he like, got no cartilage left. The no one thing the basketball. one thing Embiid had was muscle on this guy, and that's about to disappear too. So, <laughs> the guy's healthy. He's focused. He's he plays defense like nobody else. I mean, he's just. I don't know, man. I have it's a hard man. time. You know, hey, and I see some comments too about like you need more rings. We need more. Uh, Steph yeah, yeah. Curry changed the game. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not the conversation That's we're exactly. having. We're, we're having right now. Who is the best player in the NBA on going August 30th? Yeah, going into next yes. season. Um, so that's, yeah. Now, if you want to have conversations like that, absolutely. I'll have a completely different argument. Steph Curry I don't even know if this guy needs And I got to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. Everyone says that, that, that Giannis has to develop an outside game. I don't even know if he does. You no. might not even have to, honestly. He will take, he well, will just why, take it and well, shove it down your throat. Why are they? Why are we insisting that he conforms? Yeah. Like, he is the most dominant player in the middle we've seen in, what, since Shaq? Since Shaq, yeah. He's dangerous, I mean, man, because he's also fast. So, like, it's yes. like – very fast. It's also long. You can't touch it. 
He, he's long. He's fast. He's, he spins. I, he's, he like, he's like a fucking top. Like, you can't keep <laughs> up with a guy, right? I'm watching right. him against the Celtics, and Jason Tatum is no, is no slouch on the defensive end. Jason Tatum mm-hmm. had no fucking shot, man. I mean, no. this guy is, like, spinning around him, and they're – I, I've never seen anything like it. So why is there all this talk about this guy needs to develop a three-point shot? Who the fuck cares? Like, nope. if he continues to do this shit, who cares? Like, why are you can, telling this guy that he needs to develop a three-point shot when he's dominating the way this. he is? Think about he can this drive on. Focus on free throws, but that's it. Don't, yeah. don't I don't even fucking care if this guy shoots a three in his entire career. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Think about this, though. He dominates a game without shooting threes. That's what I'm saying. So why the fuck are we trying to add that to it? Why are you messing <laughs> with it? Right. I mean, he he can drive on anybody in the NBA right now. Nobody can stop him. Why would you? Why would you give that up? I mean, there's probably somebody out there that can stop him. And if you put five guys on the floor, eventually somebody's going to stop him. But yeah, there's a recipe to beat him, though. Like he he's failed multiple times in the playoffs. Yeah, he's failed multiple times. But but hold on, you're right, Leon. He has. But the the thing is, he's getting better. So like what. Well, think about how long it took Jordan to get to the, get to that level. Mm-hmm. This dude yeah, is getting bigger. Guy. He's getting stronger, and and he's shedding defenders. Man, it's a, it's different. Like when he was little, and you can muscle him around. When I say little, man, I mean listen. Yeah. That's that's, that's, a, weird, that's <laughs> a weird thing to say. About, but I'm saying like he was he was built like he was Twiggy. Now he was totally he's raw. He's yeah. totally raw. No, he, he still had that college body, man. That college body. You know, he, and he yeah. every year he improves. And that's, again, why I would say I'm taking him right now, because I know here's a guy that puts the work in every year to get better. He's at the top of his game right now and he's going to get better. So, so that's let me I'm ask a question. Can I ask a question? Yeah. For Kyle specifically. So if you take Giannis off of off of that team and you replace him with Durant, do yeah, they win a championship? Teams. Yes. Teams. Yep. They won a championship with Durant. Yep. They still no, want to swap teams. Yeah. That, what that, do you mean? Like, so that, just put KD on Milwaukee with the same team, and, and then you put Giannis, Giannis on, on Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, with, yeah. with Kyrie and Durant. We're not even I mean, talking about Kyrie and, rings right now. We're not even talking about that half inch shoe size. That series is four nothing Brooklyn. Period. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, <God>. No. Nope. <laughs> KD and I, and I can't stand Durant because I wanted him with my Knicks. He did us dirty. That's another point. Next time we have an NBA discussion, make sure all the panelists watch the NBA because obviously (laughs) Kyle does not watch the NBA. Here's the thing with with KD, though. KD does have empty rings, though. KD does have empty rings, though. No, no, I don't even count those empty rings. I think his rings with with Golden State are invalid. Yeah, yeah, empty rings. They're not invalid, but but it's not something that... invalid? No, they're not invalid, but it's not something you hang your hat on, right? Because we're talking about uh, who's the best player in the NBA right now? I don't agree with you, Kyle. I don't think I don't think I don't think Milwaukee wins with Durant. I don't. I think, I think if you put Durant, let's just say finals alone. If you swapped out Giannis for Durant in the finals, the Suns have rings. No, right now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play defense. But who's going to stop him scoring wise? If he doesn't play defense, the you Suns don't need are a great defense. offensive team. The Suns can make up for that offense that he's going to give nah. you. But Kyle, are you okay with with saying the best player in the NBA is KD and he doesn't play defense? I'm fine with that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so you think his offensive game is so good? I think his offensive game is so superior Dude. to anybody else's offensive game that, first of all, it's not like he – all right, he's, he's not Giannis on defense. I'm not even arguing that. He's not. But his offensive game... He's not Neil so- on defense. Well, that, yeah, that's- I mean, the guy has a seven-foot-two okay. wingspan. I mean, he's... He can play defense when he has to, though. That's the thing. You can With put your Randy- hands up and get a couple blocks. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he doesn't... He, he doesn't... It's not like he's not... No, you know who doesn't try? James Harden, that fucker doesn't try to play defense. He's one that doesn't try to do anything. He's like a, he just go ahead, go by me. Go ahead. Does Kyrie play defense either? I mean, that whole team. No, he's not. He's not. No. I mean, none of them play defense. No. That's why they get along, though. Yeah, right. They 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 found something they all enjoy that's, not doing. But that's, they found a common thread. We're not going <laughs> to play defense, guys. Let's see how this works that's, out. Yeah, you know, that's their game plan. They're yeah. trying to outscore, outscore you to 100, yeah. uh, 180. Yeah. yeah. And maybe fair or not, but the only place KD won was Golden State with Steph and Clay. 
Oh yeah, I mean, but I mean, I don't, I don't hold OKC against he's been him. In the league a long He was playing time. with that nut, Russell Westbrook. That well, he didn't help him. Well, <laughs> taking more shots than him. That's the thing with Katie that we never really seen him struggle. We never really like he he's got over catastrophic injury you just or got whatever. Something against but Katie. No, I like Katie. I'm just saying that we've never <laughs> seen him drag a team to the finals by himself. That's call all. call his call his rings empty rings. They're no, pretty empty to me. That team yeah. when he took OKC, all, all rings, all rings are empty. Yeah. <laughs> no, Leon, Leon, I get your point. There's po- no I donut hole, dude. Leon, I, I get your point though. Listen, I get your point, man. The guy hasn't, <laughs> like, he hasn't done it on his own. Like yeah. when I say on his own, he hasn't been like he the played the guy. video game on easy mode. Okay, like that's it's that's what team, he is. It's a team sport. <laughs> that's why. That's why I don't. I mean, you got to take the whole team out of the argument. Um, period. If we're talking about the best player. And so, all yeah. right, Drew Holiday's my choice then. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> all I know, LeBron need to get over it because it ain't him no more. It isn't LeBron. I, I'm with no. you on that. Like, I, it is I'm, not LeBron. Leon does not he, like that. He is looking down he, at you, like, dude. no, no, he, no. Was, hey, he was the best was player in the NBA. For about Listen, me, it's always LeBron right till, till anyone hey, says otherwise. Hold, hold on, man. You got to be, you got LeBron could very well, like, the dude is a, is a, is a physical freak of nature, too. Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, you never but know, it's man. Coming. It's coming. I, game, listen, game on the line, fate of the universe, whatever. Game seven. There's not many players you would take Kevin over. Durant. Okay. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I would take. I would take Durant offensively over him. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. That would take. I, listen, I'm still mentally scarred over like what LeBron has done to Toronto over the years. Well, they renamed it yeah, LeBron but, to but that's but that's but that's yeah. so, that, but listen, that's somewhat of the bias. You know, you're watching, yeah. so, you're remembering these things that he did dreams. to your team. Yes, I watched as a Celtics fan. I watched it too. They should have won. Uh, I forgot what fucking year it was. Now I I I, I shunned it out of my memory. They should have yeah. won. They should have won. They had him on the ropes. That was two years ago. They had him on the ropes. They had him on the ropes. Yeah. And he's and he found a way. He's still a fucking pain in the ass, but he's I'm wa- we're watching his decline and it's happening rapidly. Yeah, you but- can see it with him. I mean, like in, in the past, even going maybe to his days with Cleveland. Right. You knew when LeBron and I, I give this to him, you know, when he was on the court, you knew that he can kind of he can do it all and his team would win. I think LeBron's at that point that mm. he he can't do it all for his. I mean, even if he how can I explain this? Yeah. You, no, I mean, he, you guys kind of get what I'm trying to say, right? He won that yeah. Cleveland championship by himself. Exactly. I, I, I give you that. I don't think no, he did. That, no, he did what Giannis is. He did what Giannis did last yeah. year. Yeah. And at that time, he yeah. was the best player. In but, the that, exactly. but that's when he was in his. That's when he was in his prime. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Now he ain't doing, he ain't doing yeah. that now. He ain't doing that yeah. now. Yeah. But you know who can? You know Kevin who can? No, Giannis. Giannis. No. No. Giannis. Yeah, he just Giannis. did it, Kyle. Yeah, he, he just, just did it. it. But it don't matter. Hey, he got hey, lucky. Hey, Kyle. Kyle. Durant he hasn't done it yet. Different. He got lucky. Hey, hey, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> 15 and a half. The best, the best offensive in the player. The closeout game. The best Kevin offensive Durant player. Hey, Listen, Kyle, that's Kyle. not being lucky. Hey, your guy, your guy doesn't even know how when to shoot a three and when to shoot a two. So It's not his foot. His foot is a half size bigger than what he thought. He thought he was behind that line. Hey. The best player in the NBA would have Kevin been behind Durant. that line. Kevin would Durant. have been behind that line. <laughs> I don't know, it's man. man. I, I, you know, really I'm is. on. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Team Giannis. I think that mm-hmm. to me, like I think, if if I had to guess, right, he's probably going to score 33 a game this year. He's yep. probably going to get 13 rebounds. He's probably going to block about you know 1.5 to two per game. He's going to be he's going to be the same but just bigger and stronger. And I don't I don't want him to develop a three-point shot. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want him to be focused on anything other than doing what he's already doing but just better. Like I I I'm I'm sick of hearing people prescribe to this whole thing of like you've got to extend your game to the three-point line. Fuck yeah. that. That's that, that's that's not what you need to do. He doesn't need that. Yeah. If he could just, he like, like you guys were saying, if he could just become a little bit, you know, a better free throw shooter and just a little bit more consistent with the mid-range shot, with the way he attacks the basket, he'll be fine. He don't need to shoot no three-pointers. But, but you know, the way Giannis thinks, he's going to add that to his game, and that's yeah. just going to be another weapon that he'll have. In his I, don't I don't want him. I don't want him. I don't want him behind. I don't want him behind the three-point line. I want him mid-range. At the rack, that's where yeah. I want this guy. Yeah, if he I don't won't use it, he'll, he'll still do that. 
and he'll, it'll just be in his back pocket. Like, Hey, I can do this too. Could you imagine if this guy became like a 75% free throw shooter? I mean, well, I mean that's, I mean, that's, that's where the focus he, should be. He was he that in his one? earlier years. Yeah. But he's not that now. Yeah. He missed I don't know one what in happened. Closeout game. I mean, yeah. when, when the stage was at the brightest, he only missed one free throw in that closeout game. It, it was, it was just an amazing performance. And, you know, I, again, I, I look at it again and listen, we're in a good spot in the NBA as an NBA fan. There's so many good young players in this league, so many good, you know, stories. But to me, I mean, again, why I pick Giannis is because of what I know he's going to be now and what I know he's going to be in the future. He still has good years ahead of him and he's still going to be at the top of his game. And he's if you're you're starting a franchise right now, you're starting a franchise right now. Giannis. Which player are you taking? I'm not to. Okay, that's fair. No, no, it doesn't have to be the players we're talking about now. So you're saying Doncic, Doncic. you're saying Giannis. Giannis. How about how about you, Jason? Giannis. Oh, it'd be one of those two. Um, but I would give the nod to Giannis to build around the middle and build out from there. Leon, any player in the NBA you're starting the franchise right now? Who is it? He's gonna say Siakam. It might be Luca. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one years old. It might be yeah. Luca. Now, if we have this conversation in five, six years, yeah, we're we're, we're going to be talking Doncic, uh, but yeah, but starting today, I'm saying, yeah, no, no, yeah, I know. Um, I meant best player in the NBA. Oh yeah, no, no, he's not in the. He's he's close, but he's not in that conversation. He's on the. He's, he's, not, he's just outside of it. I he's mean, you, you, the, wait, was the, it, other, the, the question was who are you starting an NBA franchise? Who are you starting an NBA franchise with right now? Right now, and I'm saying Doncic is a great choice for that, and and. In five or six years, when we're having the best player in the NBA conversation again, Don just will be in that conversation. I um, love watching that guy play. Okay. I mean, he's incredible. He's a great player. Yeah. I just but think I, I just think Giannis. I just think Giannis right now is a different sort of commodity. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Who keeps saying Steph Curry the best player? No, Steph Curry's yeah. not the best player, and I love Steph. He doesn't play any. Do he too. plays less defense than than. Listen, Steph Curry, Steph Curry. No, hold on. Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry. He was also enabled to change the game. So, yeah. like, I, I think it goes both ways. I think he's an unbelievable, incredible shooter. Yeah. But I also think he was helped along the way in terms mm-hmm. of um, people say the rules are changed. No, the rules changed before him. I mean, oh, yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. It enabled him to become. I'm not saying. Listen, I don't want to discredit him. I, I don't because yeah, yeah, yeah. as much as I hate him and his fucking mouthpiece. I also know the thing that he's always <laughs> fucking chewing on. Like, I, 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 my biggest pet peeve with Steph Curry is that stupid fucking mouth he's always hanging. If I were playing against him, I'd slap that out of his mouth. I don't want that saliva all over me. Oh, God, bad they should make a butt but, figure of his with a mouthpiece, like coming. Oh out my God, man! It, <laughs> that doesn't of, irritate. That doesn't irritate any of you. A lot of a lot of a lot of his success comes from Clay Thompson. Look at him without Clay. Not that good. Sure. This this you year need, he had almost you know, an MVP. You team, season. You need that other player. The you team know, not success. everyone, you know, can do it alone. It, We're not it talking team. We're not talking team. So you're down, <laughs> so you shoot a lot of threes. There's no one else to shoot on that team. It's like he's, Tony Romo, like down in the fourth quarter. Steph Curry's a little physical bitch, though. He's also like he's like the guy you push around, man. He's like, all right, you know, but like the rules don't allow it. I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah. To, to me, Steph. Steph's on the outside looking in on this conversation, though. He's not in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Come on. Sure. Man. sure. Come on. KD, baby. KD, Get out of here, Brooklyn. No <laughs> I'm not even a Brooklyn fan, but KD's he's special. I don't know. Kyle, you really love this fucking guy. I love KD, man. I really he's do. He's a special score, that's for sure. I really yeah, yeah. do. Yeah. All the yeah. antics he does on social media, I could do. I, 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 relax, yeah. bro. No need for all of that. Calm down. But this game on the court, I love it. Yeah, listen, this was fun, guys. Um, I, 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 uh, I love these conversations. We're gonna have to come up with something crazy for next week. Super Bowl winner, NFL preview show. Oh, we're gonna pick the Super Bowl winner. Okay, Zach Wilson. So, what are the parameters gonna be? What are the such a homer? So, guys, wow. I think we we have to predict the division winners. Yeah, I'm not division. I think conference winners, AFC and NFC championship. Who's winning? Do you know how long of a conversation is going to be, Leon? We break down every fucking every 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 team, like every <laughs> yeah. fucking. I like most man. divisions, like the AFC South and the NFC East, don't fucking matter. 
Yeah, yeah, so just the teams that we yeah, know right, are going to be competitive. So Super Bowl matchup and then uh, MVP prediction. No, no, we can do conference, like AFC and NFC championship predictions. Okay. Yeah. And then Super Bowl winner prediction. Yeah. Yep. And then yeah. uh, who we think is going to win the MVP in each league, in each, you know, who's going to win the MVP? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because there's a lot of uh, rookie quarterbacks, we could predict rookie of the year too. Zach Wilson, if time baby. permits. There's a lot of rookie well, QBs Wilson in this. Devontae Smith. I don't want to even talk about fucking rookies. No, fuck the rookies. Nah, man, fuck those guys. I mean, that's just too much. (laughs) Rookies, that's too much of a fucking roll of the dice, man. We're all a bunch of Mel Kuipers now. (laughs) I just want to. I just want to. I just want to worship Tom Brady for an hour. So, like, yeah, please, no, no. We know that's what's gonna happen. Do it by yourself. I don't want to hear it. Well, we already, we already got, we already got Pierce picked to win the. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picking, I'm not picking Brady again this year. No way. <laughs> I'm not picking. I'm not picking. I'm not going to share who I'm picking, but I, I know who I am, who I'm picking. Um, right. I have and, I, and I'll give you a little, a little teaser. It's someone in the AFC and it's not Kansas city. I think Ooh, I have an idea. Yeah. That, that I know who it is. I who do you think, who do you think it is, Kyle? Josh Allen. Mm. You might, you might be on this on the list. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. It could I, be. I, I, I was, I was going, I was going a little south of that. Baltimore. Oh, oh I like Lamar. Baltimore. I like Baltimore. Lamar. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe in Lamar. Or could it be Derrick Henry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll mm-hmm. wait and see. Someone said Cam said Browns all day. Y'all watch. Oh, the oh, Browns. Cam. Please. Oh, Cam. 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 The Browns. Cam. Cam. They're going to let you Cam. I love you, Cam, but, but stick to basketball. <laughs> uh, Cam's a good Cam's Cam's a good dude, man. He is. So guy. um, so listen, let's uh let's wrap this up for the night, guys. This was fun. You know how much I love this. We're gonna this is gonna be a staple, right? We might have to switch the days here and there, but for the most part, Monday night is gonna be a staple for us. We'll have some guests roll rolling in and out. I think next week we'll have uh, who are who's gonna be on next week? You guys gonna be on? I'm on vacation, so I won't be on. Show, yeah. Oh, Kyle oh, yeah, will be you. on. I mean, you were just going to talk about the Jets anyway, so you won't be mad. J-E-T-S. It wouldn't have been much to talk about. Don't worry. Neil, you'll Why be on? Neil, you'll be on? Oh, absolutely. Talk and then we'll have Justin. Absolutely. We'll have Justin from Hat Club on. Okay. That's yeah, he's a big, big Giants fan, so. He yeah, he talks, he, talk, he talks a lot of shit, too. So, <laughs> yeah. all right. Well, this is good, guys. Thanks for doing this, guys. I appreciate it. We, talk, we covered three topics today, Yadier Molina. Tony Romo not being a Hall of Famer. And then uh, finally, who's the best player in the NBA? And uh, the consensus is Giannis. So um, everyone picked Giannis um, at the end of the day. It was unanimous. (laughs) Unanimous. (laughs) Not a chance. (laughs) AD, baby. Slim Reaper. So with that, Leon, big fella, take us away. Yeah. uh, Make sure you guys drop a like on the video. Uh, Viewsfromthevault.com for your official merchandise. Podcast available on all major streaming platforms. For Jason, Leon, Pierre, Kyle, and Neil. Be out, guys. Stay fit. See you, everybody. Peace.